I thought that this was gonna be like, don't look up, but for DC statehood. What the fuck? I'm Justin. Unlocked, locked, and two room temperature barrels. I'm Sam. But I won't do that. Oh no, but I won't do that. I am Jackie, and this is the state of 51. <laughs> the state of 51. <laughs> Wait, what? What's this movie called again? 51st state. 51st state. And this is a meatloaf tribute. Kind of. On Sneaker Madness. On Sneaker Madness. Hello, welcome to Sneaker Madness. This is the podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers. Bye, bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin. With me are always Sam and Jackie. Uh, this week on the show, currently streaming on Tubi TV and pretty much any streaming platform that has commercials, is uh, The 51st State, also known as Formula 51, starring Samuel L. Jackson and Robert Kyle Carlyle uh, from the year 2000. Samuel L. Madness. Yeah. What's up? I <laughs> expect better out of Emily Mortimer. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's the only one that I can shame here because the rest of them are known dumpster divers as far as scripts are concerned. Yeah. Samuel L., Robert Carlyle, and Meatloaf are among main offenders. Very much. Uh, we got anybody else in this? The Any of the bad guys? <laughs> The Durant character, I didn't recognize him. Also, the drug dealer that seems pretty cool, but a little wild. Uh, I don't even know his name. Was he anybody? Reese Ifans? Yeah, he... yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. Okay. Yeah, I think he was. he's in a lot of stuff. Was he, I, a... he may have been in the first train spotting. BBC guy, maybe. That's why Jackie looks so confident and she knows who he is. Yeah, he's in a lot of British TV shows. Okay, He's in a lot of shit like this is what he's in. Yeah. A lot of not train spotting and not lock stock and two smoking barrels has got Reese I fans as its staple. Speaking of which, this was directed by Guy Ritchie. Uh, right? Nope. Oh, it wasn't? Huh. Okay. <laughs> was it directed by Dave Ritchie? Nope. Okay. Who directed this, Sam? Ronnie U. Ronnie U. Uh, this is the movie he made actor direct- from Robocop. Well, he was a Hong Kong director. Uh, He did Brandon Lee's first big movie over there, which some consider to be Brandon Lee's best movie. That's how one measures Brandon Lee's best movie is up for debate, but it's called Legacy of Rage. Okay. Um, He also, this is the movie that he directed directly in between Bride of Chucky and Freddy vs. Jason. All right. And Samuel L. actually was like, oh, you want to do a movie like this and you're having a problem finding a director, you should get Ronnie U. He just did Bride of Chucky. That was fun. (laughs) Good enough. Good enough. Because that's really what happens is is that this uh, Stel Pavlau guy writes a script. He wanted to do this movie himself for about a million dollars. And that never really picked up traction. Then they were like, okay, well, if we could do $5 million and Tim Roth directs it, can we do the movie? Eventually, somewhere in between here and there, somebody else is like, ooh, I'm going to make the next Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. I've got it in my hand. Five years later, it ends up costing $27 million, and this is what we get. $27 million? Yeah, it only returned about 13 
Where? I mean, what? What did they spend the money on? Bunch of actors that don't work for thanks. I guess. Holy candy, dude! That is outrageous. I was thinking like this was like a ten million dollar movie. It should have been five, right? Without Samuel L. Jackson, it costs five. Okay, throw Samuel. Throw five million at Samuel L. You got ten. That's fine. Do ten. I feel like without Samuel L., it costs five, but you don't get Robert Carlyle or Emily Mortimer either. And I think that that's what this movie needed was less star power. Okay, it could have just been some funny little English movie that Mm -hmm. only cost five million. It would have been fine. Yeah. Would have been fine. Yeah. Trying to put butts in the seats this way. Totally not cool. Uh, There's some pretty scenery, heavy scenery chewing in this, so it definitely would be not the same movie. I just don't know if that would be a good or a bad thing. Jay. I really liked Emily Carlyle's haircut. Emily Carlyle. She was not in this movie. Wait, what? what's the lady's name again? <laughs> Emily Mortimer. Ele- Emily Mortimer had a very sophisticated haircut. That I considered like, well, we kind of have the same hair type. Maybe I should cut my hair. Uh, okay. And then I was like, but no, I look terrible with bangs. And that's those are the thoughts that I had when she was on screen. <laughs> Man, I really like that haircut. No, don't do it. The whole time I was looking at Robert Carlyle and being like, God, I wish I was a foot shorter and British. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, okay. You, you know, have a he crush did... on Emily there, Justin? It... No, I'm just saying you're like, boy, I would look just like Emily Mortimer if I had her haircut, which is very not the case. No, I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> I'm just saying I like the haircut. Okay. If I got, no, I don't, it would take like, I would have to get leg extensions. <laughs> yeah. She's, okay. she's a leggy lady. I have short legs. It it would never work out for me, even with the haircut. Yeah. He probably had to stand on a box to have any sort of smoochy smoochies with her uh what else you got sam like let's talk about robert carlisle okay because he's great i don't, I don't care he's i great. love him yeah but in terms of his career yeah. he had a real bang bang happen with train spotting and the full monty mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you start looking at the rest of it and you're like "Ooh, get choosier get choosier you know like his next big gem is Stargate Universe? <laughs> really? Yeah. See, and I really didn't pick him up until he was in the series of Once. Okay. So and he's still working. That's a fairly recent show. He still works. It's yeah. just yeah. That he's not doing awesome things that he should be doing. Yeah. He's sort of a poor man. He could be a bit of a poor man's Gary Oldman if he wanted to, yeah, I he think. Yeah, could, he could. Wasn't he the voice of uh, Simon Boulevard? Boulev- Boule- Boulevard? Believer, however you say that, in uh, Castlevania. I don't know. Yeah, I think he was uh, Simon's voice. Yeah, it, it seems like he works a lot, but Just not, not in good things. Yeah, not in, I once was almost a main, like. They did, like, eight seasons of that. Yeah. And he was really good in it. Yeah. But he's not, he's not a main. That's an ensemble show. There's lots of people in that show. He's uh, recurring though. Yeah, and recurring. Well, he's, he's he could have been a main. He could have been a contender. He he was really a main character in that show. Right, but that's it's still an ensemble. If you're on screen a bunch of times, that doesn't mean you're the lead. He could have been a lead after Train Spotting and Fulmani. He was a, like well, on the verge of being a big deal. If he would have shown his wiener on screen, 
Yeah, okay. That's what it During takes. During the full Monty. I mean, I mean, he probably could have gone far. You know, Mark Wahlberg showed his wiener, and look what happened to him. Yeah. Oh, wait, that wasn't actually his wiener. No, that has nothing to do. Wieners have nothing to do with it, Jack. Yes, it does. <laughs> no, it Colin, doesn't. Colin Farrell? Didn't show his wiener. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, that was a stunt wiener. You are also... A hey, in stunt- what? I think uh, you get a look at his wiener in Tigerland. Yeah, that's the movie that I'm talking it's about. It's not really anything it's sort of like the david bowie and the man fell to earth you're like so did you have a grapefruit in your pants too during labyrinth because i'm looking at it now and i'm not impressed right also i guess jackie's got a point because schwa's uh schwa's big break was terminator and his little tiny wieners in it. <laughs> <laughs> his wieners yeah. in it yeah if you show wiener gentlemen that's how you make it in hollywood because right. then the ladies it. are like oh that guy shows wiener i'm going to that show because <laughs> there might be a wiener in it I don't know if you're the arbiter for <laughs> why people go to movies, but... Uh, hey, if there's a wiener in it, I'm watching it. Like, Game of Thrones, not that interesting, but lots of wieners. <laughs> so, we must be sort of big on meatloaf, because we pulled the trigger yeah. on this this week. So, right. like, uh, what do we got on meatloaf that we haven't already done on this show? Uh, Well, obviously, there's his good projects. And he um, just recently passed away, which is why I picked this movie, because I am a meatloaf fan. I don't know if... You know, meatloaf is not choosy, but he can do good. And also, I don't necessarily think he was terrible in this. I thought he was... The movie stinks, but I don't think it's his fault by any means. And his character stinks, and I don't think it's his fault by any means. I think he just was doing his job. I think that they all did what they could in their really runny Lockstock clone. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I I mean, like, I was coming in hoping that we were going to get, like, a... uh, What's that little... My friend Sasquatch, or I'm going to get you Sasquatch that we did with Meatloaf that's so bad, uh, where Sasquatch is a monster bud. Uh, oh. He was basically a... I know which one you're talking what about. What were those little robots from the 90s? Furbies. He was basically... Sasquatch was a Furby. <laughs> the kid yeah. put him in a backpack and Meatloaf's hunting him. That was That's what I wanted. I didn't get that here. Or Meatloaf in... Uh... Black Dog. Black Dog, right? We wanted to do Black Top, where Meatloaf is the Swayze character, but it's just not streaming anywhere. Yeah, I think you had to buy it for 35 bucks. Wow. And, you know, the other one we would have been able to, because I I haven't been able to find it forever, is that movie with the roadie or whatever that he's in. Mm Mm-hmm. It's oh. got, like, everybody and their dog in it. Uh, Hank Williams Jr. does Outlaw Women in the middle of the movie. That's I've on seen my... that thing twice, and I can I haven't been able to find it for, like, ten years. That's on my yeah. watch list. Yeah. But you're right. That one is not, not available anywhere either, because that was uh, another one of my first choices before this one. And Meatloaf's kind of like one of those guys that you could be a completionist on. Like, honestly, you can't do that with Samuel L. There's just too much no. garbage with Samuel L. Uh, but you could with Meatloaf, almost like a like a Charles Bronson. You could do a whole Meatloaf, you know, end to end. I think I'm close. Yeah, you might be. Well, well, I don't know. There's a lot of we were looking at the Meatloaf thing, and there was like four or five that I was like, "What?" Including nah. this one, I never even knew existed. But he never showed his wiener on screen, so he yeah, never really made right. it in Hollywood. He would do anything for stardom, but he won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> he won't do that. He's not showing his wiener. He left that to Iggy Pop. Uh, what do you got on Meatloaf, Sam? I don't know. He's like, hey, Meatloaf, show your wiener. He's like, you should show me my wiener. I haven't seen it in 10 years. <laughs> oh, my God. 
kaboom. <laughs> I, got no, I, think, I feel like we've done... I feel like I got him on the Black Dog episode. Like, it's meatloaf. Yeah, yeah. that's about so, it. So That's meatloaf to me, like... Where we are we out on about, on about Out of Hell? Are we down with Meatloaf's music, or are we just down yeah, with Meatloaf's Yeah, I like both of them. And I that I would do anything but that song sucks, but the rest of the album's fine. Yeah, it's pretty... It's fine. It's pretty fine. And Bad Out of Hell, the first one's fine. Paradise by the Dashlord Light's a good song. He's just kind of a big, silly guy. Yeah. yeah Nothing the wrong with him. Paradise I like by him the, a lot. Sorry. Uh, Paradise by the Dashboard Lights, that's my favorite one that he did. I love singing that song during karaoke, but it always makes the karaoke guy go, oh, fuck you. Every time I, I put I like, it in. Two out of three, eight bad's a different song, right? Yeah. I, yeah, like, <laughs> I like that one. I like that. I believe in a thing called love song that he does. That's Andrew. Wait, no, that's the darkness. Yeah. He was the front man for the darkness, right? Actually, the darkness is just doing bad out of hell over and over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> it's, it's pretty epic. Um, okay, all right, uh, 51st State. Uh, so. Also known as Formula 51. Right. Which is which why is... I was confused at the beginning, because yeah. that's the movie I picked was Formula 51. Neither's a good title. But then I noticed that it was called something else when we were watching it. POS 51 in the movie. Piece of shit. Right. 51. It just turns out to be the power suggestion, but like, did they not know that POS is not what people know power of suggestion? I mean... It's piece of shit. <laughs> yep. Piece of shit 51. It should have been piece of shit 51 is the title of this movie. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So we start out way back in time. Oxnard of 71. Old Samuel L. He plays a guy named Elmo. We're going to call him Elmo because we actually get his name quite a bit in this film. Uh, his name is Elmo. He's a recent PhD grad, I'm assuming, from uh, one of the USC's. I think uh, Berkeley. Berkeley, yeah, or the one of the UC. Cali- it's something. no, it was California State. I yeah. thought I saw or uni- University of California is what I think I saw. So I think it's Berkeley. It's, I think he went to Cal. Yeah, if he's heading, tr- if he's heading south, he's coming for Berkeley. He's down on his way to make it big time in L.A. Uh, but anyways, as, as a weatherman, as a weatherman, <laughs> he got his pharmacology degree. But nah. and now we go to Elmo and the Chopper. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's getting pretty cloudy out here, motherfuckers. <laughs> said Elmo because he asked you. Uh, all right. So he's cruising down the PCH. Uh, he's got a big afro and all the cliches you could expect from a uh, uh, brother in the 70s. And he's puffing a dube and he gets pulled over. He's got a huge bag of weed on him. And uh, the cop is a total dick and is like, no, you're going to jail, bud. And he's like, no, but you're going to ruin my life. I don't care. I'm chips. And also, your drugs aren't that good. Your drugs aren't that good, and your degree is dumb. Degrees are stupid. Burn his degree. <laughs> he burned his PhD. He's like, fuck you. I don't think that's a thing cops do. I think he did it, and then apparently, uh, Elmo was like, "You're right. I'm going to become a chemist instead." <laughs> Because he's not a chemist at the beginning of right. the movie. He's on his way to work with the Doppler radar. <laughs> now he's like, well, okay, I guess I'm a drug dealer. No, he's yeah. going to work at the Walmart pharmacy handing out drugs. PhD? Working at a Walmart he's, pharmacy? No, he's going to end up on KTLA. Yeah. They're going to start him on weekends and they're be like, Elmo, no, you got a PhD, but this is KTLA. <laughs> You're going to have to do traffic and weather from the from the chopper and on the occasional uh, weekends. Parade. 
You got to cover like, the cap parade and give us the weather during the cap parade. Yeah, and basically, yeah, they just cut to him. It's a five o'clock news on Saturday, and he's like, "The traffic is bad. It is hot. <laughs> Get me out of here." <laughs> I don't want to go to Long Beach. Uh, but do you guys think that if you would have had better pot, the cop would have been like, and I will take that yank and you are on your way, sir. I I don't know. I don't get in the mind of corrupt cops very often. I would. If I was a yeah. corrupt cop, I'd be like, and this is mine. Zoink. Yeah, we all know what would happen if you were a corrupt cop. Like, <laughs> I would have so many drugs. You would have all. Yeah. We couldn't, we couldn't have kids because I'd just be high all the time. Okay. That's pretty much what happens when you're a California cop before the legal weed. Actually, probably still after the legal weed. I watched this documentary about the 70s and the uh, sting operations where they'd bring choppers into farms uh, up in the hills. And they would, I mean, they still burn pot, right? Mm -hmm. they, they get the pot and they burn it. And usually they're in the room. But these were massive, huge bonfires, like like 20 feet tall yeah, stacks of pot that they would light on fire and then stand right next to it. The chopper's up in the air, right in the smoke cloud and everything. <laughs> yeah, no, they're they're like, for the camera, they put the uh, little respirators on. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then, like, the camera gets shut off and they're like, all right, boys, where's the maypole? Let's get loose. That's, I believe, what happened at in Weezer, Idaho. Okay. When they found a big pot farm, mm -hmm. uh, they did not have respirators and they burned the field and all the entire department was there. And they were like, because my um, great, my, my, my grandma's brother was the sheriff of Weezer okay. for a long time. And so he was telling us that, yeah, we didn't think to wear masks or respirators or anything. But we lit the field on fire and everybody was super high. <laughs> you know, that shit just grows back, you they know? Those guys didn't weird. think we forgot about that part yeah. every time we torched one of these weed fields. Right. We didn't forget to bring our Hendrix albums. <laughs> or our salami sandwiches. Yep. And Cheetos. <laughs> Boys, bring two lunches today. We're going to torch a pot field. <laughs> going to get hungry for a weird reason. All right. So 30 years later, he's a cook. Uh, for a guy named the Lizard, he's who, who's the kingpin of L.A. I guess now. <laughs> who has really bad eczema on one side of his face? Yeah, he's Meatloaf's already burnt and toasty before he gets burnt and toasty. What happened? I think he has eczema. He's, he's got eczema. He's got gross face. <laughs> yeah, I. That's what eczema looks like. But then he, when he comes back in the movie after he's been burnt up, he has basically the same gross face. It's like, well, we only got time to put on the makeup once. And I'm starting it right now. I want the makeup on. We did we already did these other shots. I'm not taking it off and then putting the makeup on. Just I'll just be gross faced the whole time. Eczema. Okay. It's just a very weird makeup choice that he gets grody twice. He wears a moo moo. He does wear a moo moo. <laughs> his character doesn't make sense. He doesn't his all his name is also the lizard. And he walks in, the first time he walks into the lab, he's like, God, it's like a reptile house in here, and turns the heat down. Why are you called the lizard? Because his face is all scaly and gross from the eczema. Okay, but... And he looks like he has lizard skin. Lean into it, bud, you know? The kingpin wasn't like, hey, fellas, I'm on a diet this weekend. 
Also, bowling is stupid. No, he's the kingpin. He goes all in on both sandwiches and bowling. Yep. That's how you be a crime boss. Well, it would have been better if he would have had like a little gecko or something that yeah, sat on his right? shoulder. Right. And he was like, what do you think? And then he had like a little pouch of like mm-hmm. worms and he would feed the gecko mm-hmm. right before he shot somebody. Right. And the gecko would be like, <laughs> yeah, that's how you be a bad guy. Dude, dumb. Okay, so uh, he's cooking up some stuff. Uh, he's got uh, a little Walter White action going on here. He's got the blue. Uh, and we see, uh, we meet Dakota Parker, who's Emily Mortimer's character. Uh, she's an assassin for hire. Uh, she works for the lizard pretty pretty religiously because I guess she's got debts to him for some reason because she was also on drugs at some point, I guess. No, that's just how it works. Like. Okay. You go across the states to move to Vegas, or you go across the pond and move mm-hmm. to Vegas, think you're doing a job for somebody, it goes sideways on you, then you owe them a bunch of money for their expenses. or He just basically, is, he's running the racket on her. Okay. She yeah. probably doesn't owe him shit. Okay. I think she's a gambleholic. But he has nothing to do with gambling. Yeah, but he probably paid off her debts to the loan sharks. Okay. To acquire her services, and I think it was a setup the whole time because she's got a book on the airplane that's like how to win at poker. It's true. So she's like, "Look, I need I need to step back, learn the tricks of the trade, how to count cards, and then I'm going to go back and just fucking clean house." It turns out I walked into Vegas thinking poker was actually go fish, and it turns out I'm bad at both of them. <laughs> <laughs> so here I am learning how to play poker. I'm also not good at the game high or low. <laughs> Really good at Monopoly, but there's not a lot of gambling there. Um, so, uh, she's like, well, no, that doesn't work. Hold on. Uh, Elmo is quitting. He says, I've had enough of working for you. I'm taking my formula and I, I'm quitting. I'm not showing up to your damn meeting. I'm leaving the lab and goodbye. And uh, Lizard calls him. He's like, where are you at, bro? We're having a big drug guy meeting. All the all the other drug bros are here. And you're supposed to be here to like give us PowerPoints and stuff. And he's like, I quit. I'm out. And Lizard's like, you can't do that. I'm a lizard. Nobody quits on me. And he's like, oh, yeah. Well, it turns out I'm not even on the other line. This is a voicemail. And as soon as you reach this voicemail, it triggers a bomb and blows up your whole business place. Kaboom. And then... Oh, no. <laughs> He falls through his own shitty floor like he had designed his own escape route onto a giant pile of baby dolls that go, (laughs) when he lands on them. He's got a bunch of dolls in the basement. Well, before he was the lizard kingpin of drugs, uh, he was also known as the Grinch. Uh He stole Christmas multiple times, but he really liked the dolls, so he just kind of kept those to himself. But then after a while, you know, the parts got loose and... When he was swimming in them, like Scrooge McDuck, he kind of broke a few of them. <laughs> so he was like, this is just the doll room. I don't know where else to put them. <laughs> My other basement is filled with garbage pail kids. <laughs> um, okay, so he gets all exploded, uh, but he's good. And he calls up uh, Dakota and he's like, you need to kill Elmo and durant and we're like who the hell's durant okay whatever and you got 48 hours and if you do it i'll wipe your debts clean and she's like and another 250k on top of it. he's like fine i have to back up to the 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 convention of drug dealers okay. 
Was Sammy Hagar in there? Uh, of course. Because it looked like Sammy Hagar was there. Sure I couldn't find the credit list with the extras or anything. It, there's a lot of incomplete information on this movie, but I'm pretty sure that like Sammy was hanging out with Meatloaf that day yeah, or something. Yeah, I think Sammy Hagar was the biker representative of this drug association. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's what I thought. I was like, is that Sammy Hagar? But then I was like, no. Is that Sammy? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, no, because if I say that, then Justin's going to be like, shut up, that's not Sammy Hagar. <laughs> like I do with all the movies watch. Hey, is that so-and-so? No. And then we get a close-up of their face, and I'm like, nope, definitely not that person. <laughs> Who did you think he was? I thought he was Sammy Hagar. I thought he was Sammy Hagar. Did you not miss the whole intro of the discussion on why we're talking about Sammy Hagar? No, I mean, like, which character did you think he was in the drug deal? Did you think he was the biker guy, too? I thought he was Sammy Hagar, and he was only there because he was doing something with Meatloaf later that day. And they're like, wait, is that Sammy Hagar? And he's like, yeah. I rode here on my skateboard. And they're like, do you want to be in the movie? And he's like, okay. Do I just sit over there? Yep. Cool. I'm in a movie. Uh, okay. All right. Let's move on from Sammy Hagar. Uh, so Elmo's on a plane. He's heading to England. Uh, and then Dakota gets on the exact same plane like immediately as well. She has very little troubles finding him. Like, she also has very no bra on and I like it. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> and we should probably mention that it's important that... Um, Elmo is dressed up like a Scotsman. He's got a kilt on. Yeah. yeah. And he's got the whole thing. He's got the little pack in the front. And he's got the little hat with the ball on the top. And he's got a set of golf clubs. Mm-hmm. Cobra golf clubs. I don't know anything about golf clubs. I don't know if those Cobras are good ones. Cobras are expensive. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, what proceeds is a bunch of ball staring at <laughs> Elmo's balls. Starting with There's like a-, a lot of this in this movie. So much ball business. Uh, a kid stares at his balls. Kid's like, oh no, my wiener's never going to get that big. Uh, Dakota stares at his balls. And, the, and, and a, then is immediately shamed by the flight attendant the flight who covers him like, up. Ma'am, not cool. <laughs> Do not stare at that man's balls while he is passed out, ma'am. How would you feel if this was in reverse? You know? And then the kid tries to steal his candy. Right. And why is your little knapsack open? And then that's okay. So that's a problem. He like spit it out, kid. Like I'm saving your life because it's drugs. But we learn later it's not drugs. Well, there's also a point where if you're going to sneak the secret drugs like that, make them something that no one wants, like laxatives. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, which nobody's going to steal your laxatives. Yeah. Or. Like vomitorium stuff, like or, yeah, pack, don't package them as candy. Package package them as uh, well, I laxatives. guess laxatives. <laughs> yeah, trust me, I'm. That's the one. That's the one. No one's gonna steal. Uh, yeah, cough drops. They're definitely taking you up on that. Yeah, but a laxative. Nobody's on a. F- eight-hour flight and goes, hey, I want to shit all over this plane. They're (laughs) chocolate-coated. Totally worth it. (laughs) Might I have one of your chocolate laxatives, please? You ever seen snakes on a plane? Because you're about to see 47 brown snakes on this plane. (laughs) Okay. um, (laughs) So the next day in Liverpool, 
Uh, we get introduced to Felix de Suiza. That's Robert Carlyle. Uh, he is basically a courier for crime guys. Um, he's not exactly I think he's, high up. He's uh, the Durant's main heavy. I don't think he's a heavy at all. I think he's just a courier. His his job seems to be go get this and deliver it here. Like those are the only things he ever does. I don't even think he might not. I think he's known about town, but I don't think he actually works for Durant. He's just there because Durant was like, "Hey, if you go pick up this dude, I'll give you two tickets to the Manchester that could match." Also yeah, be. yeah. And he's like, "Okay, yeah." I'm but not- then later he says, "My boss." So maybe he's just yeah. like that guy's on call car- carrier. I think he's just his number one guy. I don't think he is. He seems too low. He doesn't seem like tough enough to be a number one guy. When they go in later in the scene, when they all meet or whatever, he kind of struts around like he owns the place, pisses and moans about having to take his gun off. Nobody gets in his way. Everyone does what he says. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. I'm going to go with. Yeah. He's he's high up there. I don't think he's he kind of he's I'm like he's like the remote worker. I think he's a trusted courier. I'm sticking with it. You can't budge me. Uh, anyways, so he, he's training the idiot guy. He's on his way to pick up uh, Elmo, who is to meet with Durant and Durant's chemist, who is. And then they're going to the chemist is going to be like, yeah, this is good stuff. Um, pay the man. And then Elmo gets his 20 million and goes on about his day. Uh, pretty clean cut deal right here. But instead, um Again, he can't be that high up because he's a total buffoon. He's like, I'm not going straight to that meeting. That stupid American guy can wait. I don't even like America. Tomorrow is Man U versus Liverpool. That's a much bigger deal. I got to go in and cause some hooliganism in a Man U bar. He says something about the tickets, and you're like, wait, is he, there are tickets in there? What is he doing? But he just walks in. And starts fucking with Manchester fans with by throwing a road flare in their bar. Yeah, he's just a, he's just hooligan in it. It's dumb. Yeah, this is what these guys are like, man. <laughs> you know, that's what he, soccer brings out in people. Yeah, it it's it's gang warfare over there essentially. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have nothing to do with it. <laughs> like, stop, stop it, stop fighting over soccer, guys. Says no one outside of a Philadelphia New York Giants football game <laughs> right. in the tailgate. Yeah, exactly. I see some people punch each other in the fucking face. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, he causes shenanigans, but he gets back in the car. They take off getting chased on foot by other hooligans. And he's like, wait, where's the chemist? He's like, I left him at the bar. Why did the guy get out of the car at all? Because he was not involved in the bar scene in any sort of way. At any point in time. Well, he got out when they first pulled up and he's like, hey, fart knocker, get back in the car. We got to go. And he's like, no, just fucking wait for me. Because they all got out of the car. So get back in the car. <laughs> I don't know what this guy they, was doing. They drove off without the chemist. And then he's like, well, go back and get the chemist. I, I'll go meet the American and stall him while you go get the chemist. While you take care of the chemist. And he comes back and he's like, hey, where's the chemist? I took care of him. Where's he at? He's in the trunk. He's dead. I took care of him. Like you said, that's not... Where are you at on this plan? Even if I was to say take care of him, you know that we he was supposed to meet somebody. At no point was this guy in any discussion of getting shot or whatever he did. I There's no way I could be high up. There's no way. I think this guy is new. My, my he- man is too stupid 
the he's bringing- no, Frederick seems to receive a, a friend's welcome in the thing, too. Like, these guys are... This is just the sort of operation that he's now having to deal with after whacking the lizard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I believe the partner is probably related to Durant at some point, in some way. And he's like, look, you got to give my cousin a job. And he's like, all right, he can be a courier. And then he's like, and a bullet catcher, if needed. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's essentially the crappy uh, bullet tooth Tony in this movie. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so they, uh, they pick up Samuel L. Elmo and he's like, where's the fucking chemist? And I'm I'm sorry. I let me do that better. Where's the motherfucking chemist? Uh, he's dead. Uh, motherfucker. Who the fucker? Motherfucking you. And motherfucking. Where's Durant? Get to motherfucking Durant on the motherfucking phone, you motherfucker. And he does. And he's like, hello, this is Durant. And he's like, motherfucker. Where's the guy? The motherfucking chemist. It's it's hard to say motherfucker this much. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know That's why he, does he goes slowly and he gets angry in between. Right, motherfucker. <laughs> Are you listening to me? <laughs> that was also a pretty good Bill Cosby right there, Sam. <laughs> no, that good Bill Cosby is like, here's a drink. <laughs> oh. oh. Motherfucker. Oh. Uh, so they, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I will get you a new chemist. Uh, the other one I got, he doesn't hear so well. He doesn't talk so well. Uh, but he will give hand signals to say whether things are good or not. Okay, that sounds fine. So they go and they meet him in the hotel room. And inside the hotel room, Emily uh, Dakota, she's already set up across the street as a, as a sniper in her sniper position. She's got a beat on uh she's got a beat on Samuel L already. And uh Felix is like, "Wait, my Felix senses tingling. Uh my girlfriend, she's somewhere nearby." And so he starts closing the blinds. Well, and then he stands in front of the other one, blocking her shot <laughs> from Samuel L. This is where you're like, he's an idiot. He's not the number one guy. And I'm like, he's the only one that's like, this $20 million deal probably needs these blinds closed. What? So that nobody gets shot. Yeah. Okay. If I start dealing drugs, that's that's what I'm going to do. It's always just leave the blinds closed. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be taken out. So Elmo explains what he's got. He doesn't explain why he has his golf clubs with him. But anyways... Uh, he, yeah, that never gets explained. Never gets it explained. does. Well, sort of. Um, just check it in someplace, bud. Anyway, so he's like, all right, so what I've got is this super drug uh, that is 51 times better than anything else on the market. Anything. So I'm calling 50 it POS ta- 51, 51 times more hallucinogenic than LSD. And then everyone went, um, no one wants that. No. <laughs> No one wants that at all. You crazy bastard, get out of here. <laughs> it's 51 more times makes you fall asleepy than heroin. Okay. Uh, it makes you 51 more times bonery than Viagra. It makes you 51 more times more diarrhea y than cocaine. <laughs> it makes you 51. No, he goes through. Cocaine doesn't make you diarrhea y. Cocaine plugs you up. It does? I thought cocaine would make you have the shits. Why? <laughs> because, I don't know, it makes everything work faster. I don't think you know <laughs> anything. So your colon's like, <laughs> like an ice cream truck. Like an ice cream truck. <laughs> ice cream trucks are known for pooping. 
<laughs> Filling up those cones. Okay. One day, I'm going to poop in an ice cream cone. It's it's a lifelong dream. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Maybe. <laughs> don't look at me like that. That was a different movie. <laughs> somebody already made that movie. <laughs> yep. We don't like to talk about that movie. Yep. Let's... Um... Uh, we gotta start picking better movies so she doesn't have to have time to say weird <laughs> shit. Well, she picked this movie so she could say shit like that. I know, she does this every damn time. Can we go back to the singing and dancing movies that you were picking? <laughs> Why? Because so you can yell at me for singing and dancing during the yeah, movie? Yeah, but at least you're not like, I'm gonna poop in an ice cream cone. That's a life goal. <laughs> you know what? Just go do it. Just go get it done. If that's what it takes no, for you to br- de-elevate from space into th- and be part of society with the rest of us that whose brains actually function rationally, just go poop in an ice cream cup and get it done. Well, I would, but I've been on this salad diet lately, and that's not going to make for a good ice cream cone. Oh, my God. All right. We need to move <laughs> on. Confetti cone. We need to Holiday it. splash. I got to find an exit. <laughs> Cypher, find me an exit. Uh, All right, so Dakota, she's got the shot. Felix is in the way. And uh, Elmo's like, wait, dude, you were going to pay me $20 and Durant's like, dude, that's not how drug deals work. This is a down payment. I got to make sure this shit's legit and give it to all the kids. He's like, well, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And uh, Dakota's phone rings, and it's the lizard. And he's like, hey, um, I guess I had uh, secret recording microphone devices in that room because I just realized that uh, Elmo is now worth $20 million, and he's still got the secret formula for this ultimate drug that makes everything 51 times better. Uh, So don't kill him. He just remembered because he was oh. like, I'm so mad. Kill everybody. And then he gets up and be like, oh, shit, I need that drug formula. <laughs> I got my temper getting the best of me, sweetheart. Only shoot everybody but that guy that knows all this, the drug secrets. But he says he's worth 20 million. Five That's the seconds deal he made after him. saying he's worth 20 million in a room. I don't know. It seems suspicious to me. I, I think you're. Defending plot holes in this film, Sam. <laughs> anyway, okay. so she's like, okay, uh, I won't shoot him. I don't. Uh, my deal is killing people, not not killing people. And he's like, okay, kill people. She's like, <laughs> lights up the whole damn room. Yeah, he's like, I'll I'll make more money for you in your account. Just keep him safe. Yeah, kill everybody but him. Okay, but don't let him make any deals. Which is a prostitute's worst nightmare. kill people no don't let her make any deals (laughs) yeah prostitutes have nightmares about that they wake up in a cold sweat saying gee that was scary i wasn't a prostitute for a minute oh my god i didn't make any money today all my johns got shot in the head (laughs) Uh. i'm lost okay yeah never mind so is jackie uh she's detached herself from reality once again you should get a job at fox news um well i applied but they said something about shitting in a cone and i was like no i can't do that you got canceled all right so um so the room gets all shot up everybody's dead except for elmo and phoenix and we find out later durant um 
And so they're like, get the hell out of here. And they run down. And now we get introduced to these Nazi scumbags uh, that are also drug dealers or trying to be drug dealers or whatever. Um, yeah. And they're like, I'm here to break up this drug deal. Give me your formula that we don't know about or come work for us or whatever our motivations are. We're not sure because we don't have time to say because Samuel L. is about to hit us in the face with golf clubs. Four. <laughs> Do you think if you hit somebody with a golf club in the face, would it ruin your golf club? Mm. It would ruin your face. It would definitely ruin your face. Um, I don't know. It depends on if you're using Ping, Callaway, or Cobras. <laughs> Apparently, Cobras don't. Uh, they can take a lot of heat. I think you could hit. I think you could. I think you could bend your golf club. You can probably whack somebody in the head pretty good a few times before you fucked it up because of the impact that they're designed to take. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. But it's not like, well, you can break a baseball bat probably over somebody's face. I don't know. I guess I'm not into, you know, I don't have a lot of experience with busting sports objects over people's lids. You know, I mean, if you want a, a tool that's going to work for torture over and over again, that's where the the pros turn to the hammer and the kneecap method. Yeah, Those hammers last a long time. Well, it's, it's mm. got to be sports related, Sam. Otherwise, it's not fun. I'll put a little, put a little, uh, little keychain key on there. Go, man, you. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like a cut in half tennis ball like old people have on the bottom of their walkers. You put that on the end of the hammer. Then you're like, McEnroe, whack. <laughs> Some little googly eyes on the top of the hammer. <laughs> googly eyes aren't sporting. Could be. Mm. If it's a mascot, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. If you put a swimsuit over a crowbar, you can do a lot of damage with that. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's weird. If we're talking about putting a tennis ball on the end of a hammer. What is swimsuit? Okay. Ugh, man. <laughs> Derailed once again. <laughs> I think I was about to serve up a real good joke here with that McEnroe stuff, but uh, now now it's all over. <sighs> Anyways, okay, so uh, they beat up these Nazis, and uh, they get in the car, and they're chased by the cops. Uh, question mark? Uh, who are these cops? Are these cops dirty, or what's the cop steal? They're just cops. Okay, they're copping. They're nitwits. Okay. Yeah, I think originally they came because there was gunfire in the hotel, and mm -hmm. then the dirty cop sees... Is he dirty? I don't know if he's dirty. He is He's not. He is just dirty. Nitwits. He is dirty. He is dirty. He's like, get that dying guy over here because we need to make a new deal. Ah. And then I'll. Oh, yeah. They do murder Fi Leopold. So they're both pretty dirty. Yeah, they're dirty. Yeah. The one guy's not dirty. The gray haired guy is not dirty. But the brown haired guy is a dirty cop. Okay. All who's right. been in the drug business before and he's trying to get his cut. And uh, Dakota, she runs down the stairs and she sees the Nazis. And so she kicks one in the face and steals his motorcycle and she's on pursuit. And so they're driving through town and they're effing cars up left and right. Uh, Jags getting pretty effed up pretty good here. And they pull into an alleyway and they're like, whew, that was over. And then the, the dirty cop pulls into the alleyway and he's like, oh man, motherfucker, I got to run him over, uh, motherfucker. And so he, they have a game of chicken in the alleyway. Yeah, Sean Pertwee gives up. He's like, oh, no, I'm going to back up. Chicken. Nobody plays chicken. Like in real life or in movies? Ever. 
I mean, they do in movies, but it's like, no, nobody's going to do that. I think in the South, they probably do. What? Seems like something you'd do in pickup trucks. Play chicken. Yeah. Don't you have to have, like, like motivation to play chicken? Yeah, you hate each other. So I'm gonna be just the, hate each other? I'm going to be the football do? guy, and you're going to be the catcher guy. And if I win chicken, then you have to be the catcher guy. So the South went from okay, no, 10 paces wait, turn and shoot mean? to let's get in our trucks and run each other over. What does the football guy do to the catcher guy, Jackie? He throws the football to him. He gets to be the guy who throws the football. And then the other guy has to be the ca- guy who catches the football. You decide who's the quarterback and the receiver based upon a game of death? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the catcher and the thrower. That's that's what I'm going to call my next book. <laughs> the catcher and the thrower. The deadly sins of chicken. <laughs> I think she was on some Formula 51 before we started this. A weirdo. Okay. All right. There's just so many opportunities to be weird during this movie. I'm sorry. It's hard for us to keep up. Uh, so the cop pulls out. He loses. Uh, they get away. But Elmo's like, that's not motherfucking good enough. Uh, we got to really ditch this car. And so he jumps it onto a junk barge. And they float off to safety. Yay. There's a moderately amusing... Uh haggle over a car here moderately yeah i'll give you my mini cooper and you give me a hundred quid that's it that's okay and he's like i'm not selling my car for you and then samuel jackson gets up in his face like look you are gonna sell your car motherfucker did i do the motherfucker right all right so the cops they're in the hotel room they're going through the evidence and they find all the bodies and they find a living Durant. So they take Durant to a warehouse because that's what the movies do. And uh, they string him up upside down. He's bleeding out pretty good. Um, looks like he got shot in the heart. Uh, and they're telling him, yeah. you're dying, bud. You got to see a doctor. Uh, he's like, I'm already dead. I got shot in the heart, guys. Blood out like, it takes like, ten, it's like two seconds to bleed out if you're shot in the heart. You're done. Uh doesn't work anymore. It's required to pump blood into my brain. My brain needs air to be alive. And I died. Goodbye. (laughs) (coughs) I am off to heaven. (laughs) Uh, I believe that man is going to purgatory. (laughs) Don't do what I did in life, said the ghost. Yeah, he's the ghost of drug dealers past. <laughs> Comes and visits them when you're like, yeah, this guy's pretty redeemable. Be better than me. <laughs> I can see my house from here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So, so <laughs> he's like, um, uh, give me a better deal, Durant. And Durant's like, I don't have a choice. I need to see a doctor. He's like, okay, let him go. And the guy, the crane operator that's got him attached to a shipping crate just throws the switch off and the whole thing falls and smashes Durant. Yep. <laughs> He's dead. He's pancaked. And then he, you know, they, they're like, oh, shit, get it up, get it up. And so they pull they pull the crate up and then he's, he's all smooshed like a cartoon character. Like you know? a spider in your bathtub. So, so they get the, get the spatula and they, you know, like. No, they just they left bicycle him there. pump him back up and they're like. 
Where are the drugs? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that actually happened in an episode of Adam West Batman. Um, meanwhile, Elmo's like, all right, I'll give you 5% to Felix uh, if you can set up a new deal. And Felix is like, all right, well, I know a few people around town. I'll call Dakota's gun guy, who we got introduced at the beginning of the movie when she needed guns. Uh, he's also into drugs, I guess. So, and he's rich. So we'll try that out. And he's got a nightclub. Yeah, he's got a nightclub and all that. Um, so they go to his, no, they go to, to uh, Felix's mom's house first. No, she goes to Felix's mom's house and she's like, Hey, um, I know that the singer madness guys haven't talked about it at all, but, uh, Felix was my boyfriend and we really liked each other. And I don't know if it's really plot relevant why we broke up, but I need to know where he's at. And also it's really good to see you. You were almost my mother-in-law. Uh, Are you still killing people for a living? Yeah, definitely still doing that. Come on in. Okay. All right. Would you like some tea? You still doing bridge? Yeah. Bridge good. Okay. I haven't won in a while though. Okay. You want me to whack those? You want me to shoot them? I'll shoot them. No, her, his mom has a hammer with some googly eyes on it. For those that <laughs> like to cheat at cards, say. With a tennis ball on the end. Yeah. I'll McEnroy you! McEnroy. All right, uh, so they uh, the boys stop at this drugstore because they got to get goods to make their new drugs. Uh, and the uh, Nazis find them there because I guess the Nazis are just like, Walking down the street. Oh, hey, I got to get some uh, some medicated wipes for my hemorrhoids. Uh, let's just pop into this drugstore. Oh, hey, shit, it's those guys. Uh, and they're like, well, why don't you uh, take us to your drug lab? You guys got a drug lab, right? Yeah, we got a drug lab. Okay, well, it just so happens that I need a, a drug lab to make drugs in. So let's go check it out. Yeah, the, the idiots are like, what do you think, we're amateurs? And then it cuts to them like making the... I want to look your pussy tongue thing into a magnified mirror, which is disgusting. Mm -hmm. Is it? Did they just like go down to a college or something <laughs> and hijack some space? Because this doesn't seem like it's their lab. No. Also, it's like there's animals and chemistry together. Right. And a monkey who likes to flip backwards. Yeah. And it's fairly clean. You know, yeah. this isn't this isn't theirs. They just know how to break into a yeah, place. Yeah. All right. So he's like, all right, here's here's what I got. I got these blue ones and I got these red ones. And uh, if you take the red ones, um, well, if you take the blue ones, you'll wake up in your bed and forget that anything happened and you can go on uh, believing ignorance is bliss. But if you take these red ones, uh, then you're going to join QAnon and try to take down the U.S. government. And they work in 60 seconds. Yeah, and they work in sixty seconds. They're like, dude, I don't, I don't, I'm, you know. You take one. Lizard people are full of lies. I'll take a red one, but you take one first. And so he pops a red pill, and he's like, yum, yum, yum. Uh, let's take down the man. And they're like, give me those Nazi pills. And so they take a bunch of them, and he's like, I didn't take one of those Nazi pills. Are you fucking stupid? He spits it out on the ground, and they're like, uh oh, my tummy hurts. <laughs> Well, you know, anytime you're going to take a handful of some super drugs. Right. 51 times them... more powerful than concrete. Than yeah. Concrete. Than concrete, <laughs> which is where you're going to end up if you're part of the mafia. Mm -hmm. uh, and you shove a handful of drugs in your mouth. Yeah. That's probably never a good thing. Probably not. I mean, I don't know anybody who just goes and takes like a handful of weed and starts eating it. Or a handful of mushrooms and starts eating it. I mean, you got to pace yourself. I know yourself. a guy that takes a handful of mushrooms and starts eating them. 
<laughs> I know I know one guy. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, well, he's. We're not talking about him. <laughs> We're not talking about him. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to talk about him. Dun dun dun. <laughs> oh, Sam. <laughs> Dude, what do you think? It's Sam, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not naming any names on this podcast, but his name rhymes with Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right, so they, they start, they're like, oh my God, oh, I can't fight this old war today. And uh, they just start shitting themselves. And it's so stupid. Like, where are you at on the pooping and train spotting, Sam? I don't know where I'm at on train spotting. Right? I'll be real honest yeah. with you. Okay. Um, I don't know where I'm at on Danny Boyle. Right? And see, my next my next thing, my instant next thought was, hey, where are you at on that pooping thing from Slumdog Millionaire, Sam? And then I wait, wait a minute, that's Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle's got a thing with poop. Yep. He's a piece of poop guy. <laughs> oh, Danny Boyle, the poop, the poop is calling. Jackie, you should get on the phone and see if you could work with Danny Boyle. <laughs> We'd have a really good show. Have you poop cones? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and in this challenge, we'll see who can poop the most aesthetically pleasing ice cream cone either way i am going to put the pooping in both slumdog millionaire and uh train spotting way higher than this scene because it's dumb here it's not funny also it's still just gross it's just like they're like i can't stand from the from the duke in my pants No, it, what happens your stomach cramps so bad that you cannot stand and you just shit everywhere. But how much is in there? This goes on for like a long time. These guys seem to eat a lot of like processed foods, burritos, pizzas. It's going to be bad. I mean. And it's going to stink. Like he has time well, to Well, also monologue. your body when it has that reaction is going to flood your intestines with whatever liquid it can put through itself. Uh-huh. So you're basically just like spraying once you run out of actual shit to shit and your reserved water, you're just spraying bile out your ass. Mm, yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Which has to be unpleasant. Yeah. You know, as somebody who's had a couple of colonoscopies, <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> yes, it is extremely unpleasant and it makes your butthole completely chafed. Okay. All right. It's gross and it's bright yellow. So they leave. They're like, goodbye. Um, here's some TP. They're throwing paper towels like Trump threw at the flood victims. Uh, and uh, clean clean that up. <laughs> bing, bing. What are they going to do with this toilet paper? Like, you're on the ground. You should, just un- you should just undo your pants and pull them down by your knees and just let whatever's going to happen happen. Hey, motherfucker. Because of the way that they're rolling around in their own shit. They can at least use the toilet paper to get their hands and faces clean of their own shit. <laughs> hey, motherfucker, clean up on aisle pants. That was fucking lame. <laughs> I mean, at least my shitting in an ice cream cone is somewhat stimulating to the mind. Like, how do you do it? Stimulating to the... How do you get the perfect swirl? <laughs> Will it look like Dairy Queen? Stimulating to the mind, she says. 
Jay Oppenheimer <sighs> and Einstein had nothing on Jackie's poop comb talk. They could not stimulate minds in the same way that poop cones do. Well, I'm I'm talking to the common man. I'm not Einstein. Talking to those southern boys in those pickup trucks <laughs> fighting over football. <laughs> hey, poop cone. <laughs> right, I lost. They were stupid poop cones. I'll, I ended up in the ditch. I will Damn. be the receiver. Now that I know what it's called. The catcher guy. <laughs> catcher guy. I'm out. So, but once he catches it, he just has to throw it back. <laughs> Maybe that's the whole thing. It's a misunderstanding. The guy can't throw it very good. So they get in. He's like, hold on. I'll bring it over to you. And he gets into his pickup truck and drives over <laughs> to the quarterback and they smash into each other. Oops. Or they're like, hey, do you want to play football? I'll be the thrower guy and you be the catcher guy. And he goes, okay. And they throw it and he catches it. And they're like, that was a lot of fun. See you next week. <laughs> Why are we wearing tuxedos, by the way? Because <laughs> this is Friday Night Lights. I think you missed a room reference there, honey. Oh. Okay. All yeah, right. I did. Uh, yeah, fail. Uh, get off this podcast right now. You can't, fine, can, you can't, fine. You know what? I'm just going to go make myself another drink. Don't okay. talk about anything cool while I'm gone. Sam and I will finish off this movie because I guess that's not going to be a problem. <laughs> no poop cone talk while I'm out of the room, boys. That's my running joke th today. Okay, so they leave the guys pooping on the floor. And they take the real Formula 51 and they go to this rave club where the, the other guy's at, the gun guy. And uh, uh, he's like, uh, uh, you stay here and uh, keep an eye out for your girlfriend, I guess. I'm going to go make this deal. And uh, Felix is like, oh, hey, there's Dakota. I'll go over there by the bar tour and be like, hey, uh, you, what are you doing here? And she's like... <laughs> I come here often, big boy, and then they make googly eyes to each other and then stick guns in each other's bellies and balls. And uh, she's like, do me right here. And he's like, I will. And they get all slimy in each other's face. And then he's like, hey, wait, where are you going? And it turns out she handcuffed him to the bar. Yeah, the police are there. Yeah. I mean, if this police officer is trying to get into the drug cut, raiding the place where the drugs are at, probably not great. Mm-hmm. And before this happens, Samuel gets up on stage before yeah. the police raid and right. is like, we are revolutionizing the drugs. And then he throws them out. And the DJ's like, wait, man, who are you? Oh, drugs. <laughs> I'm down. That pastel M&M hit me in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like how he just chucks out these M&Ms and they all end up on the floor. You know, you can't catch a handful of M&Ms. Are you crazy? It bounces off your hand. They just end up on the floor. And have you ever been on, like, looked at the floor in the morning of a nightclub? <laughs> you don't want to eat anything off that floor. And not Gross. to mention everybody's still standing upright, right, during the, the pill throw. There's lots but of smash drugs. Yeah, but everybody would be down on the floor trying to pick them up. Uh-huh. They wouldn't be like... Bonking heads. Yeah, I mean, it would be like a frenzy. Skirts would be getting ripped because, you know, those you know tight skirts, you know, you can't really crawl on your hands and knees on them. You can't sit down in some of those. Yeah. Your I mean, you're going to... get all ruined. You're going to rip a seam. Your $200 pants that you bought at uh, J. Crew, uh, they, they're they getting ripped up and torn because you're, you're a junkie. <laughs> <laughs> you're a nightclub junkie. 
And then it'll be like, hey, uh, did you rip those pants last weekend at the pill popping party? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think they look cooler that way. And, you know, how are the drugs? Meanwhile, Jimmy Buffett's got his two martini glasses drained and he's just catching all the drugs in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Sam doesn't like these drug jokes. He's like, it's not funny. It's real life. <laughs> you so. don't understand how hard it is to get free drugs. <laughs> just like Fat Mike from No Effects said, the only real drug problem is getting real good drugs. <laughs> So the cops come in, they bust this whole thing up, uh, and Dakota, uh, it's a double cross, she grabs Elmo, and she takes him up onto the roof, and the lizard calls from a plane, he's like, hey, remember me? I bet you thought I was dead, turns out I'm not, I just got a grosser face, and I'm coming to get you, and uh, my plane will be, I, I go through Heathrow, and then I was thinking about taking the shuttle uh, up to the the four, do you think the four? I know, I know it's late, and the four gets pretty bad, but I could either take the four or the one, um, and... Uh, this is not California. Right, but you still have to... You don't just call from a plane and be like, take him up on top of the building. When you land in England, you've got a whole... Like, I'll see you tomorrow. Also, Liverpool's nowhere near London. And I don't think you can just fly from America to Liverpool. I think you got to go through... Uh, I, th- I think you got to go through... Heathrow? Well, no, you don't have to go through Heathrow. You, you got to get a rental car. Let's be realistic. Yeah, yeah I mean, okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna land in, in uh, uh, Blackpool. I'm going to land in Blackpool. I think there's an international Blackpool. Uh, and then I've, I, I've got it lined up with uh, Enterprise. I'm thinking <laughs> about a Mini Cooper. What do you guys think about a Mini Cooper? Uh, How much luggage did you bring? Or should I go, like, really foreign and get, like, a Vauxhall or something, you know? Say, hey, we don't have those in the States. It's fine. Do you guys think I should get a Vauxhall? Get a Corvette. A Renault. Uh, oh, I could get a Renault. Well, I'm, get a Renault. I, I am meatloaf. I don't know if I can fit in a Renault. Let's be honest. Um, I should probably get a Chevrolet uh, that's a Vauxhall. And, uh, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll see you guys tomorrow so we can have vengeance. But I'm nowhere near you because I'm on a goddamn airplane. So don't do that. Yeah. Don't take him up to the roof. You need to take him to a place and put him in a chair in handcuffs because I'm not going to be there until tomorrow. Stupids. She's like, okay, let's go up to the roof. And he's like, double cross. You double cross me. I'll throw you off this building. She's like, oh, I wasn't a good, very assassin. Very good assassin to begin with, I guess. I think the point of taking him to the roof was to get him away from the police so that they could climb down the side of the building in the back where the police are not at and escape. It doesn't work. The roof was a bad idea. The roof yeah. was a bad idea. Is there a chopper up there? You know, latch onto a ladder and fly away with him. Oh, well, the way that Meatloaf's talking, he's like, the international flight is going to fly over the yeah, top I'll of this just, building. Grab onto yeah, the string. Just, hold on, I'll reach down and grab him. Look, it's fucking dumb. All right, so uh, he's like, okay, well now I I've, the tables have turned. You're hanging from the side of a building. And I'm going to let you go, but I'm not going to because I saw you guys kissing earlier. I really do like Felix. I think he's a hell of a guy. And I want him to be friends. I want us all to be friends, and I want you to be happy. So your choice is either I'm going to drop you or treat him like the prince that he is. God damn it. And also I'll give you... You're in love. Don't you see that? I'll give you a million dollars as well. And she's like, two million dollars. 
10%. Okay, fine. Yeah. He'd say, do not get choosy with me, bitch. <laughs> and she's like, I'm getting choosy with you. And he's like, fine. I also like that Felix is only getting like 5%. Right? <laughs> and she's getting like 20. No, she gets 10. She gets 10. Yeah, he gets 1 million, she gets 2. <clears throat> so she can be like, you are a shitty negotiator mm-hmm. when they're living he's in Paris. He's not as good as she is. They both know that. Mm-hmm. Well, once they get married, <clears throat> I don't know if they have a... Like like they do here, where it's uh, common law, right? Everything is 50-50 split. I'm not sure how that works in England. But, you know, he's like, he's okay with it, because, you know... It doesn't even work that way in all the United States, so... Right, so maybe he's just like, well, I guess you're going to pick up the tab at dinner. What's yours is mine? 5% more what's, of the time. What's yours is mine, and what's mine is ours. Okay. Little rascals. I spent $200 on a fireplace thing. Yeah, it was a bad call. Yeah, it was awesome. Okay. Um, so, uh, what the hell? Okay, so the cops, but the cops did arrest Felix, I guess. And he's like, tell me where the drugs are. And Felix is like, no. You also, gotta do it in the bat voice. I broke the handcuffs off. And the cop is like, oh, well, I guess if you break the handcuffs off, here's my car keys and you can leave, sir. No. Oh, no. He so what happens off. is. So he what? shot himself, he shot his own handcuff off, he still has it on, he's not going to sing, they're at the end of their song and dance where he doesn't sing, uh-huh. and he's like, by the way, I still have this thing attached to me, can you get it off before I leave here? And he's like, sure, we did our whole song and dance. Then, when they're walking down the hallway, he steals the lawyer of Icky, Reese character's car keys by doing the snatch and grab bump thing. So if you're... Let me get this straight. If you're wanted for murder and solicitation of uh, drugs and also whatever drug, uh, illegal substance brokering, uh, where like 10 dudes got murdered in a hotel room and we saw you leaving that hotel room and there was a whole car chase and you smashed up a bunch of people, like 15 people died in that car chase. They were just not even drug people. They were just people going to work. Um, if If you say to the cops... Um, see, my handcuffs aren't on. You just get to leave. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Plus, he knows him. I guess I, I'm not He's gonna like, talk. I oh well, then you I can heard leave, that you had a rough morning involving a shipping container. Uh, you can uh, you can just go then. Goodbye. I did. I did have a rough morning involving a shipping container. You're right. I'll see you next time. You're the linchpin to my entire case. Uh, but you know what? I guess if you want to leave, you can. You can just do that in English. Uh, they have no evidence. They did not see him leave the hotel room. They do not know that he was there. Uh, they chased him on a whim. And then the cop got his shit. Oh, they got evidence. He, They don't have evidence that he was there. Uh, well, are, he's not going to sing. What are security and so just, cameras, Jackie? The, the song and dance is over. He's not going to sing. You're going to have a better chance finding the other, the big cheese if you tail the rat. So, this is so just, they're going to tail so the rat. So what you're saying is, if you can get involved with cops in England and just make it all some sort of big game <laughs> and say, I'm not telling you anything, copper. And the copper's like, you're going to talk or else. And you're like, never. And the cop's like, okay, go have a good day, sir. <laughs> it's like the game of mouse You turn trap. it into a big game with the police and fill in the blank. And they're like, you know, I wasn't doing anything right now. Like... Half the time you get pulled over, you'd be like, think you'd catch this Saturn? Like, 
I don't know. Run, rabbit, run. Right. Let's find out together. Right. So, whereas in America, <laughs> they put you in a small room, leave you in there for 24 hours because they have to leave you. They can, they can do that. You you don't have to have anything for 24 hours. And then at the end of that fo- 24 hours, somebody comes in with a phone book and beats the holy living fuck out of you just because you were you were a witness to a crime and you don't want to talk because if you have if you talk, then you have to give testimony. And then the mob guy knows that it was you, and then he shoots you and your entire family. And so you're like, I don't want my family to die, officer. That officer's just beating you in the face with a phone book. That's what happens in the United States. But if you just say, ha, 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 this is like chess, is it? In the, in the UK, they're like, dang it, you're right. Goodbye. <laughs> he doesn't get to walk out of there. He does not get to just be like, I'm leaving. Goodbye. Well, and I like how he gets released the same time that the guy with the lawyer gets released. <laughs> like, that's not, no. Right? Right. And they both just, they're like, oh, hey, I loved you in Wall Street. And they pass on the, in the hallway and they High five. go about their day. Oh, crime sounds awesome in England. Like, we should all start doing crimes in England. But like, like the nice kind, the nice kind of crime. Well, I think that we're gonna get. We would. We would get. Uh, we'd get picked off by the Pikes. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I, especially because the crime I was gonna suggest would be like jaywalking. They'd be like, "Dude, we're Pikes. Like traveling illegally is our entire thing. You can't jaywalk on our turf." <laughs> See, and I was thinking breaking into an old lady's house and filling her fridge full of groceries. Oh, that is nasty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I might have busted a window lock, but you have groceries now for a month, old lady. You going to report me to the police? She's like, DeGernos, that's disgusting. <laughs> and she pulls out a shotgun and shoots us. I What we're going to do is we're going to go there. We're going to find somebody that has a bunch of pirated DVDs for sale. We're going to buy them. And then we're going to pirate them, uh, the pirated DVDs, and sell them across the street from the guy that we bought uh-huh. them from uh-huh. for half price. <laughs> and that's when the big bucks come in. Yep. <laughs> or go out. Breaking even's the best case scenario. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So. Uh, <laughs> So they go back to Felix's mom's house, and Dakota and Elmo are there, and they're like, oh, hey, what's up? Uh, you want some bangers and mash? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I haven't really tried British breakfast anymore. And he's like, well, here's the weird thing. We eat cold beans and hot tomatoes. And he's like, that does not make sense. Why the hell would you have cold beans and a hot tomato Flip it around and it sounds amazing. He's like, well, you want some blood pudding? And he's like, of course I want some blood pudding. What is it made out of? And he's like, blood. And he's like, well, where's the pudding part come in? He's like, there is no pudding. It's just blood. And he's like, well, that's pretty stop. I mean, like, I'll stick with the bangers, I guess. And then he bites into a banger and he's like, wait, this isn't sausage. And they're like, hell no, it's haggis. <laughs> yep, nothing will ever be as funny to me as when... We traveled to England, Justin and I, and we went to an American themed mm-hmm. cafe, and it was like an American. Breakfast. And it was like retro, where like a fifties, yeah, bell, fifties uh, bebop, what is, malt it, shop. It was like the classic American mm. breakfast, and it comes and it has like baked beans and cold, all this weird shit. Cold baked beans, and I'm like, <laughs> well, okay, we are in a mall, and this is like some sort of stupid thing, so maybe they don't eat cold beans. 
But no, they were baked beans that were cold. And then I ordered them again in another place, and it's cold baked beans. I'm like, why would you have cold baked beans? <laughs> it's just like the weirdest thing ever. And nobody eats baked beans and tomatoes with their breakfast here. It's like, mm, like a random tomato on your plate. Thanks. What are you talking about? Every breakfast that I tried had... Do you think I just judged all of England off of one stupid restaurant? No. That is the breakfast, Jackie, is cold beans and a hot tomato. Every single one of them had a hot tomato on it. It's weird. I don't know how you don't remember that part. Hot tomato. Half a hot tomato. <laughs> Cut like a pumpkin. They're like, hot tomato, pass it on. Hot tomato, pass it on. Brown sauce. Put some brown sauce on your uh, cold baked beans. Are these beans even baked? Aren't well, cold baked beans made of brown sauce? Yeah, they are brown sauce. So you put some more <laughs> brown sauce on. And also they're baked. Which implies that at one point they got hot, but then we put them in the fridge to cool them down. <laughs> Get rid of the hot tomato. Shouldn't it? Well, then, then why not just make them unbaked beans? It's not like eating a raw bean is going to, like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm sick to my stomach. I ate raw beans. No, just why even cook them then if you're just going to serve them cold? Just have unbaked beans <laughs> in brown sauce. <laughs> <laughs> a British staple. Why do you guys cook your beans and then serve them cold and then say put more brown sauce on them? <laughs> I mean, <it's, laughs> but look, Samuel L. threw some goddamn fish and chips out the window, and I'm not going to forgive him for that. No, those look good. Oh, my God. Their fish and chips over there are just mind-blowing. I don't even order them here now because you get ruined. Yeah. Okay, we need to talk about this movie. Um, so he, they're like, um, this is the no screwing part. Yeah, don't yeah. go upstairs and bang. And she's not wearing any pants. And they're like, don't bang up there. And he's like, uh, she's not wearing pants. Uh, I believe the correct term is shag, sir. Yeah, uh, but she's not wearing pants. She's following me up here, like, <laughs> we. Uh, what do you think we're doing? What shirt mean, is that? She doesn't have pants on. What am I supposed and to then do? Then Rather than just shag, they fuck up the whole bathroom. <laughs> That's what I told Justin. I'm like, this is the weirdest sex scene I ever. Mean, it's not. It's not a gross sex scene. Where like or like that. I don't think those people had fun. I'm not sure if they had fun, but I'd still put this in like the top five weirdest sex scenes we've had on Sticker Madness, up there with uh, um, Roadhouse. Uh, fa uh, uh, show down a little Tokyo. Uh, we just had a weird sex scene not very long ago. We were talking about it. I've never seen a sex scene though with somebody where, where the man has bloody underwear mm -hmm. on, right? And then they roll around in a bathtub with all these squeaky toys that you would give to your dog. Did you? Did you? <laughs> whose squeaky toys are those? I know. It's like, were you planning on? When did you run that bathwater? Because mm -hmm. she was like right behind you. She's like, hey, I know it's been a really long time since we've seen each other and I've really missed you. And he's like, well, that's good to hear because I've really missed you, baby. But hold on. I've got to put my squeak. I've got to put my rubber ducky in the bath. <laughs> and my rubber frog. It's, a, it's about to be bath time and I need to get my rubber ducky. And she's like, oh, my God, this is why we broke up. <laughs> I'd forgotten. Where's my froggy? Yeah, he's got all these like he's got a kingdom of bath animals that he's got in his bathtub with him and he's already placed them right he's like, basically francis from peewee <laughs> stop looking at me swan <laughs> she's like 
I love you, but I can't deal with the bathtub thing anymore. And then they get in the bathtub and they're totally, they're fully clothed still. And then you see both of their underwears hit the thing and it's like, yeah. Uh, are you ever going to get treatment for that shot that I put through your ass? Or are you just right? going to continually bleed out? Yeah, because I mean, that's going to make this bath water not so great. It is looking pretty rough. I mean. It's looking infected. Like the the blood has, you, you didn't even get clotted up with blood you just got clotted up with pus she shot him in the ass with a 223 uh-huh. he's not in good shape no how's your hip feeling not unless she shot him like clean well the way that it looks in the underwear is that she shot him clean through the butt cheek, the butt cheek. yeah but he didn't get ever stitched up even if it's a clean shot in and out yeah what? i mean like this guy is dead <laughs> yeah. i mean it's his infected. butt has bled out it's infected real bad and she's like, we'll just have the sex in the bathtub and that'll wash it all out. You know, I was, I had a problem with your rubby duck, your fetish before whenever you wanted to have sex and you're like, hold on, rubber ducky's got to be here for this. Uh, but really your butt is grossing me out more than anything. It, it you now have Frankenstein's ass. Fire bad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, imagine the first time he pumps and then the, the bus oh! squirts side. Like, he's like, oh, he thrusts in and then the bus comes out and he's like, sorry about that, baby. And it hits the shower wall and it's just there. And it's, it's just kind of dripping down the side. She's like, ah, and it just keeps happening. And then soon it comes, turns into blood again. And his mom. Harvey Keitel has to clean up this bathroom. <laughs> And his mom goes up there later. She's like, son of a bitch. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's like a murder scene. (laughs) Well, I am dying. All right. So so that's done. And they call up the dealer and they arrange a meeting and they're like, we got to do it someplace public because it's just a it's just a bro deal that I'm doing for my bro Felix here. He wants to go to the football game. So let's take him to the football game. And uh, he's like, that's cool. I got a suite. Uh, come on up. And uh, he comes up. They go up to the football game and they're like, yeah, dude, what a great view. Um, let's do this drug deal. And uh Elmo's like, okay, here's the formula. It's written in invisible ink, and you heat up the invisible ink on this uh, postcard. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's some cool uh, espionage type stuff, like James Bondy. And uh, where's my money? He's like, here's all these bonds, untrackable. And they're like, okay, good day to you, sir. Oh, but wait. Dakota comes in, and she's like, double, double cross. And everybody's like, slaps her forehead in the movie theater. And then the lizard comes in. He's like, ha, ha international deal high five yep and uh england uk us forever we're allies you know we fought the we fought the nazis us us uk us uk us uk but in the meantime that all this is happening elroy has actually made the drinks right yeah us is best but uk is cool too says elmo how about we have some martinis? And Lizard's like, I don't drink fancy shit like that. I drink Budweiser. And the the drug dealer's like, yeah, I don't drink shit like that. I drink Newcastle. And fine. Um, I don't, now my plan failed. <laughs> Damn it. Look over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he uh, he feeds them 
feeds them martinis. Well, I guess uh, Lizard shoots UK drug dealer in the chest first. Right. Yeah. But he had awesome face paint. So it was kind of a shame. Yeah. I mean, the red went right up to his eyebrows. So every time he moved his eyebrows up, the little cross thing on his face moved. And it was like, oh, that's cool. He's As he's dying, he's like, I never saw Liverpool win. Ah! Nobody sees Liverpool win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It's hooligans. Ow. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Keep, <laughs> that's how good they the are. The most impressive part is that they never really forget the lyrics when they're kicking the shit out of those people. <laughs> Just singing the song in tune the whole time. Nobody talks shit about Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> They're like the Spanish Inquisition. They'll just show up at your house, kick the shit out of you. Say, even if you're in Boise, Idaho. Yep. <laughs> All right. So now uh, he's like, I got you, uh, Elmo. I'm the lizard. You can't escape me. I got her on my team. And uh, uh, where, where's the drug formula? He's like, right here. And he burns it up. And he's like, what? No. Um, you'll pay for that. Uh, whatever. Just write it down again. I'll shoot you more and almost like well here's the deal that uh martini you drank it takes the, you're on a clock um I, I put something in there it's it's not good for you and in the meantime the corrupt cop who's still trying to get his uh corruptness mm-hmm. on shows up in the suite he's like did i make it in time or how's my timing <laughs> felix perfect <laughs> The cocktail that he put in Meatloaf causes a bowel action that blows him up completely. He turns him into a human blood bomb. A human blood bomb. Like a balloon (laughs) filled with blood that pops. He's like, did you make sure he ate Taco Bell before you brought him? (laughs) It's Meatloaf. I mean, yeah, it's Meatloaf. And they're like, yes, yes, I did. Do you know Taco Bell was serving hot wings <laughs> as recently yeah. as last month? And they were like, Taco Bell's going to get rid of their hot wings. And I'm like, they had they hot had wings? hot wings? Who ordered those? <laughs> Meatloaf? What a terrible idea. <laughs> I don't know. I ordered the uh, mini tacos at uh, Jack in the Box, the spicy ones. Uh-huh. I think they're delicious. And okay. they're not a taco place. Okay, great. I think they're gross as fuck. I think they're pretty not great. Uh, okay, all right. So, Lizard's dead. Uh, oh, also, Formula 51, it is piece of shit 51, because it was a placebo. It wasn't even anything. Yep, he's Sugar like, pills. these are M&Ms. I just blew up that Oompa Loompa. Eat shit! Your chocolate factory sucks! Hey, Hey, uh, you, goalie, throw me that football. No, the one that's weird shape. You don't have... Okay, I'll I'll take your... Can I spike in the football? <laughs> well, not to mention that the... And then it bounces up and hits him in the face. <laughs> the entire place is covered in blood, right? Blood Except for them because yeah. they have the umbrella. An umbrella. But um, the bonds... They walk out with very clean bonds. Yeah. Th- there's no damage to the bonds at all. <laughs> Good. If they just pick them off off the table like, well, thank God we had those in a little crevice. And then mm-hmm. they walk off. They're like, good, good druggins. Good dealings. I'm glad everything worked out for us. 
Uh, Clint, they go to the snack bar. Go to the snack bar. Divvy up the bonds mm-hmm. and go their separate ways. And then, and then we get some post stuff that says, well, uh, Felix and uh, Dakota, they settle down, but not till after the football game. And then we never know. Nobody knows what happened to Elmo except for you, viewer. And why would nobody know? He bought a goddamn castle. There's paperwork behind buying a castle. Nobody ever heard from him again, except for his goddamn realtor. <laughs> Maybe. But this is what happened. You, no one knows. Oh, by the way, this is, I hate when they do shit I like that. I hate when they do shit like that. He bought a castle. So then, basically, he buys a castle, and supposedly the original version of this script was a bit, supposed to be a lot more heavy-handed towards slavery, and this is where we ended up, is at the end, he's like... Yeah, I have a Scottish last name because of slavery. So I bought this castle. Now kiss my black ass. And he gets fucking naked. That would have worked better, but that's not what happens. That, that's what happens well, at the end. I think it is what happens, but they don't. He says so. They don't deliver it like that. He's like, I have a Scottish last name and you haven't seen nothing yet. And then he takes off his clothes and walks away like he's showing off his wiener again. But I think that the message was supposed to be what Sam said. I think it was. No, he says my master's name, my family's master. He does say all that. He does. He doesn't say, booyah, kiss my black ass. He just slowly undresses and then walks off naked. And you're like, why did he take off his clothes and walk off naked? Because to me, what he takes his clothes off and walks off naked is because he's saying, yep. My balls were hanging free the entire time I was wearing this kilt. That's right, guys. Underneath Scottish men's kilts, there's no there's no drawers. And, you know, this is another lost opportunity. Which is stupid, because we already know all that. Yeah. And, and really, this is another lost opportunity for wiener showing. Oh, my God. Because he could have, like, and been then, like, look then, at this giant wiener. Then Samuel L. Jackson's <clears throat> career really would have taken off, Jaggy. <laughs> I think she's right. Had... Instead, when he's like, are you going to make your putt? And that's when he disrobes and he uses his dong to putt it in. <laughs> Big star. How about I make he makes this that putt? Putts. Yeah. Putts, you know. He's like, check this out. Bam! Putts is another word for dick. It is. It is? Your putts. You I didn't like, realize that. Squatty, I don't know if putts actually means squatty, penis. I'm not sure. No, it's a little, little, little squatty, little fat, like mashed up. PP like cannot confirm. I don't know. I can confirm. I I watched Euphoria, the show on HBO, uh-huh. and one of the characters was a one of the vampires took off his clothes and she's like, "Oh my god, that's a putz." <laughs> no, she uh she ends up getting online as like a n- anonymous sex worker. Yeah, and her thing is is she makes fun of and degrades men. She's like, "Go and to my OnlyFans." This guy that they found he showed his wiener mm-hmm. he is not famous because the wiener was literally the size of like maybe two inches okay it was the weirdest thing i've ever seen all right good story great so i mean wiener size does matter in the amount of uh success you'll have later because if your wiener's normal sized or better mm. you're probably going to get more rolls okay and if you have a giant wiener, you probably have a better chance of making a putt with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to hire you to do the final putt scene if you don't have a big wiener. Putts. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, who wants to go first on question? Sam. Why 
were the 2000s full of nothing but this shit. Oh, my God. Did Guy Ritchie hurt us in the long run? Like, is our world worse because of Guy Ritchie? It kind of seems like everybody well, wanted to be a badass back then. Right? And well, the- I can be a badass in my neighborhood. I just have to do these three things. Have jump cuts constantly? Yeah. Uh, sell drugs. And disjointed narratives and, and some... Help old ladies. Circle around drugs while... Yeah. And, and British. And and you have to be, like, a good guy for two of them. Mm-hmm. Or no, for one of them. And a bad guy for two things yeah. that you are known for. Right, right. Like, you could help the elderly, but you sell drugs. Bullet Tooth Tony, beating the guy's face in, picks up the phone, very polite on the phone. Yeah, exactly. There you go. She's right. That's a that's one of the motifs of the Guy Ritchie inspired genre that this film is based off of. So you know you can't be completely Christoph Waltz. Uh, really, you, you you're going to cut me off? No, I'm adding to your point. Oh, uh, okay. Christoph Waltz in uh uh the the Quentin and Tar- Tarantino. The everybody wanted to be Quentin Tarantino. Not that this sometimes this movie Roger Ebert yeah, compared no. this movie to Pulp Fiction. I don't see it, but uh, Christoph Waltz. He's a German Nazi. He's going to kill those people, but he's very polite to them at first and uh, spends about 30 minutes uh, telling them stories before killing them. It's a good point, Jackie. Yeah. Everybody's got to have a redeeming characteristic so that you don't hate them so much that you become disgusted with the movie and then turn it off. Mm, I guess. I turned off the... Schindler's List. You're like, I hate this. No, whatever that... Quint Tarantino, I was, uh, we we hunt Nazis. I don't like Quint- Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, I just revisited, like and it's not as bad. I still don't think I like yeah. it, but the second or third time through, or whatever, it was a lot easier to take. Okay, all right, Sam. Uh, your question was what again? Well, I just it wasn't the really 2000s. anything. It's just noting that the early two thousands were the worst period in our lives of film in general, just being regurgitation and and the late 90s in general the, i mean like this shares a lot of regurgitation as you say but it was also we've got this the thing that we don't describe in this because it's not as in your face as some of the other stuff from this era is the bad editing the in like swooshy camera stuff like oh get a fast zoom in on emily mortimer and make a swoosh sound as the camera zooms into her like shoosh well, that's when, so badass, and it sucks. It sucks because the only times it works right in Lock, Stock, Snatch, mm-hmm. number, there's another a number of other movies that do it well. It, to a certain degree, that's what Scott Pilgrim, Pilgrim does is an evolution of this combination of sure. sound yeah. and visual. But the problem that movies that have that do that without the plan on the front end and shooting it in a way that the editing makes it work, you're just trying to copy that without yeah. any of the parts that make it fucking work yeah oh and we also forgot to say that um they it, the beginning when they get introduced they have those little cards in the side of the screen that tells you their name and their job like fuck off like we couldn't figure it out i also liked uh speaking of that that every time they, they switched cars mm-hmm. <clears throat> they did the exact same <laughs> uh, shot where they ran over a puddle and the puddle splashes the camera that's true Yep. Every single time. Every single time. Uh, yeah, God, everybody wanted to be Guy Ritchie and Quentin Tarantino in the year 2000, and not very many of them were. And <sighs> also, Boone, is Guy Ritchie think... even Guy Ritchie? I don't know. I'm going to argue that they 
nobody, none of these directors wanted to. It was just there was like a handful of producers that couldn't get over yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Because they're like, oh, we're going to catch that lightning in the bottle. We're going to make all that cash. But we're the people in this industry that aren't talented and don't have good ideas. And we're going to spend $36 million doing it. <laughs> what? <laughs> so d- and, is the Boondock uh, Saints, is that in the yeah, same time? I, I'd, I'd toss yeah, that Spoon in there, too. Saints I love is right those movies. Here. I'd toss that in there as well, for sure. I don't. But here's the thing, $36 million. I don't think even to this day, Quentin Tarantino spent $36 million on a movie. He spent a hundred million on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay, I wouldn't buy stand corrected. You can you can see every dollar spent in that production design, though. Um. All right. Uh. My co- Jackie, you got a question? Does he just walk around naked in his mansion the entire or this castle the entire right? time just to show this old man his balls all the time? I kind of think so. And make him uncomfortable because the guy is Scottish and he's like, "That is not polite, sir." And he's like, invite people for dinner. I want to show off my ball sack. My black I ass. feel like what really happens is on day three, the butler walks in naked with the tea. And he's like, what? I thought this is what we were doing. And he's like, you're right. We should both wear pants. <laughs> so true. Especially when you named it Castle Cock and Balls. <laughs> lock. Cock, lock, and balls. Because, you know, he's Scottish and lakes and yeah. lock. What about you, Justin? Two do you have any questions? Cocks, locks, and... All right. Uh, I do. Um, who has been in more bad movies, and don't just gut punch this, Jules or Vincent Vega? Who are those two people? <laughs> I knew she was going to say it. <laughs> so I really feel like the volume at which Travolta is producing nothing but schlock mm-hmm. If he's not ahead, he will overtake soon. Okay. Uh, my point, to my counterpoint, and I still don't know, is Travolta is only about one turd a year. Samuel L's in about two good movies a year and about 15 terrible ones. Well, I thought that Travolta was turning out five turds a year anymore. Oh, I didn't think he was. I thought he was doing one DTV and we just don't watch him. But mm. Samuel L's been in a... In a lot of bad movies. Let's let's face it, he's been in some good ones, but a lot of bad ones. I don't know, though. I, oh, yeah. I think if I was an actress, I would just take whatever. I don't care. It's a cash grab. You use your trade. You make the movies. You get some good ones along the way. You get some shit. But, you know, overall, it's... I want a nice house and security and... Yeah, take that money. You're implying that I'm judging them for taking shit jobs. I'm just saying, who's been in more bad movies? There's no judgment implied to that question. Who's been in more bad movies? Oh, Travolta. Samuel L. or Travolta? Travolta. He's Samuel L.'s got like five times more film credits. I mean, it's a real conundrum. I think somebody's going to have to do some science. We're probably going to have to find out from the fans on the Facebook, the talk at Stinker Madness and whatnot. Not who's worse, not who's better, not judging them individually as people behind us, just who has been in more bad movies. Not who's been in worse movies, who has been in more volume alone. Because clearly Travolta wins the worst movies. But... Hmm. Speaking of fans... Do we have any? (laughs) Uh, no, I, I just noticed that we had an an uptick in uh, people on Facebook this week that were making comments or liking things. Okay. Uh, Thanks. 
do you have a fan that has been inspirational this week? I don't, because I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Nobody's talked to us at all this week. We had some likes and shit. Okay. Well, I'm very inspired by your Facebook liking. Oh, dude, I love Jeff it. Jeff six one six seven. I love it when people. I mean, it turned my and... week around when you liked a post, Jeff six one six seven. Yeah, because well, okay, here's the deal. Wherever I, you're at, <laughs> I'm not a Twitter person or any of that shit. But I am a Facebook person because I'm old, and so <clears throat> when I see Victor on there several times, I'm like, "Thanks, Victor. That is awesome." And I just really appreciate those people. Um, That's nice of you to say. You know, like leaving comments or leaving likes or sharing. And I I just noticed that there was a, a, a much bigger uptick in the last week or two. And I just wanted to say that I noticed. And thank you. Nice. That is fucking awesome. Here, here's the deal is like for years, Jeff61267 was liking posts and i really really relied on that and then one time i think it was uh uh space truckers jeff six one six two six seven didn't like space truckers and so i found him and i cut his fucking head off and now he doesn't like our posts anymore Oh, that, that's not the dick that was like, I'm so glad that Jackie's not this part of this This is descending into madness. It sure is. Uh, so, goodbye, Jeff61267. <laughs> um, next week on the show... Oh, we haven't done final recommendations. Final recommendations on this. I go first. Don't. I didn't like it. Boom. Jackie. Do. Okay. I actually had some fun with this one. Um, I don't know. I thought it was funny. Hmm. And I, I like most of the star power that they put in there. Um, so, yeah, I'm in. I did not like it one bit. Sam? I didn't like it either. But Sandra did, so okay. whatever. So it's Two pick. lady picks. Yeah, maybe the ladies, the ladies love Formula 51. Huh. LLF51. Like, uh, where's the wieners, though? Yeah, right. Okay. I mean, that was the only downfall of the show. Next week is my pick. I don't have one lined up. I've still got Piranha Double D out there floating around if it's ever streaming again, so it could be that. But uh, we'll find out next week. Anyways, get to the chopper. Except for you, Jeff621-6561. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you.